What's up, people? I'm going into my newest um, chain of knowledge, and I want to share with y'all an extensive episode. Um, I've been really meditating. I'm not going to lie, I haven't went that hard meditating, but I've went pretty hard manifesting the strengths within me, you know, even putting my name on it, remembering to put my name on it, is, it has gotten that direct. So it's really a lot of growth I see within me. Um, and it's actually helping me sociably be able to move around all these different spirituals, all these different negative, positive energies. It's helping me realize the, the um, negative within myself. It's helping me even see the problems within. But when it comes to the thoughts, I'm speaking on um, how it really alleviates them. You know, for us to be real, real, real masterful and next level, it takes us to think less or to think. But... It takes us to understand that thinking isn't what actually gravitates us towards unity and peace. It's not really thinking. It's really following um, whatever this magnetic calling is to the will of our source. It's really connecting to our source. And when you're thinking, it is just you're just working your brain. I will say thinking is the best thing to do when you're in educational functions, when you're when you're taking actions, and when you're repairing things, when you're reconstructing things, when you're, um, you know, interacting with other people, you know, within um, a community. Thinking is very important. So I wanted to share that, but I wanted to share the understanding between the distinction of just if you think that all of this stuff that we're going through is real and you think that um this person can bring you everything you answered everything you're asking for um you will you will be you will be hurt you know you will lose control of yourself you know i see a lot of people that all like me, skin tone like me, um, trajectory like me, the purpose is there to control, to to change, with the power to change mankind instead. But we lose control of our thoughts. And our thoughts start to battle with each other. So we lose control of the thoughts. They start to battle with each other. And then we start to argue. We start an argument and a war within ourselves. And if we cannot contain it, then everybody that we run into catches expressing. Like the person on the train is talking to themselves, is arguing with themselves or arguing within. You start to see it because... Our thoughts only can take up so much space if we're not 
in control of them and we're not asserting them towards a purpose or mission. And that's just in my opinion, but I'm coming from like a spiritual warrior thing and I'm still um I'm still young with it. So I just wanted to share that and maybe this helps alleviate somebody out of their own their own war within themselves. Peace. What's up, people? Air Talks. I appreciate you guys for listening. Next one I'm going to get into in this extensive episode is control of actions. It's important. It's very important. It's of high importance to control actions. Now, everybody deals with whatever issues they have to deal with. I'm not just watching people to see what issues they need to deal with. I don't do that. Um, but if you do go to war with me, um, or if you do have issues that you are containing a battle with me, then, you know, I, I can, I can spot out what, what actions that you're having issues with. And uh, for me, it's really greed, you know. I've seen a lot of can't. It's the small things that'll show it, you know. It's the small things that'll show it. So I've seen a whole bunch of candy laid up at my job that these people left. And when they leave, everything is yours, basically, if you want it. Because they're throwing it away. And I see all this candy and I grab it. At the same time, having a whole toothache. So, um, yeah, I deal with greed, but see, a lot of people say, well, I don't got no sense. I ain't dealing with nothing because, you know, they don't see it at a large scale. You know, they don't, they don't see what's going on. But for instance, if I'm, if I'm not noticing that correctly, I hit the lotto and I go win two or three million dollars and then the greed really shows its face its face. You know, I won't share none of the two, three million dollars because I haven't I haven't got control of my actions. I haven't got at least I haven't at least grasped what everything I'm doing. So I know majority of the things I'm doing. I claim responsibility for them. It's really a blessing. And another way to do the whole control of actions what people don't understand is fasting they think it's religious they think it's they think it's something that you have to do with you in a church you know only only way some people is going to get right is if they do go into a congregation where they have to um act a certain way if not then everybody will know that it's something horribly wrong with them and that's for some people and how they learn. But others naturally fast, naturally disciplined, come from mothers and fathers that preach to to be disciplined and be stronger. Um, so, you know, majority of us know right from wrong. A lot of us don't have a clue what right and wrong is. All we know is our way. So fasting is something that um, 
You learn over time, but in time it gets you in control of your actions. And that goes that goes on a broader scale than what I'm speaking. Trust me. There's so many different types of fast. You know, you'll you'll go in, you can you can do a whole study off of just fasting. Um but I wanna share that with y'all. Um as I go on this journey, I'm reminding y'all, I'm still a beginner in this spiritual warrior thing, but I don't enjoy trend calling. You know, I don't enjoy it much. And I'm, once I get a solid foundation in, um, no, once I got a solid foundation in this spiritual lifestyle and understanding, um, the control of actions and thoughts and how important it is to control it. Not even when I didn't, you know, when I didn't have control of actions and thoughts, I knew the importance of having it. So I strive to get there. I didn't, I don't enjoy the different names of it. You know, it's empath, it's spiritual warrior, it's um, spiritual gangster. I see that. That's the way that was it. When I started seeing spiritual gangster, I started to kind of, pull back, but um, I look at it really as ancestral memory, and I look at it as um, reaching that origin of thought, reaching that reaching that origin of what of what made us the most powerful. And you know that even though we're powerful now. Um, we have to continue because eventually we're going to be the origin of something. We're going to be the origin of something. Hopefully it's positive. And I'm sure it will be the way prophecy is formed. Um, it's meant for a lot of us to be leaders. And it's meant for a lot of us to um, continue and and reconstruct and build stronger and do stronger works than before. So, um, yeah, I'm out. Appreciate you for listening. What's going on, people? It's Air Tossing here. I appreciate y'all for listening. I'm freestyling right now, and it's really, it's really cornerstone to a lot of different aspects of what we call in spirituality. And it's really a lot of different aspects of what we call ancestral memory when we're reaching back into kings, queens that look like us. So I'm just speaking on, you know, a few things I'm going through while I got time. And um, another important aspect of this was one, control of thoughts, two, control of actions, and three is the power of purpose. The power of being diligent with your purpose. First, you got to find a purpose. You know, and that's the tough part because trying to understand that, trying to understand things that weren't handed to you. Now, if you, if you was handed your purpose, okay, okay, um, okay, Air Talks. You gonna be a, you gonna be a doctor. You gonna heal people when you get older. You know you gonna, you gonna be in a chain of, um, priests. You gonna be in a chain of, uh, 
Navy SEAL warriors. You're gonna be in the you're gonna be in the chain of uh, uh of bishops that go to school and learn about God and um ancient methods of religion. You know, you're gonna be in the you know, this this is not what um a lot of people around me, believe it or not, a lot of people around me didn't have that power of purpose from the beginning. You know, we call it, we, what we really call it is dreams. I feel like a better facility, a better way to go about that is when we dedicate it to whatever we dedicate it to is that purpose is put on us. When we kids, it should be somebody powerful that puts something on us that makes us uh, drive forward. It's not something that forces us to be powerful, but I'm sure in other cultures, it's somebody that leaves an imprint of words of wisdom on somebody's life. You know, when you grow up and nobody's really giving you any type of powerful words to live off of and become, nobody really putting seeds in your life like that. Um, it's real difficult, especially you want. You want to see this dedicated to you, you know, because that means you don't want to see that somebody just giving out to 100,000 people at once or 2,000 people at once. Come on, man. This is this. Your purpose is divine and really structured for you. Your purpose is not really divine structured for 10 other people. It's not really it's not really constructed for you and somebody else. Your purpose is designed for you. And then you share your power from your purpose with everybody else around you. So you want somebody to put some powerful words in you for your purpose solely for you. And the person that puts them in your the person that puts those that word that drives that purpose in your life should be with you for the rest of your life. Um, that's just how that should go. And I feel like when we're dedicated, especially in churches, when we're dedicated to a certain, uh, a certain method of religion and ancestry that somebody should be strong and well enough to tell you, you're going to be a great emperor. You're going to be a great priest. You is going to be a great um, athlete, you gonna be a great, and they supposed to stick, and that's why, and that's why, a lot of us long to, that's why we long to go back into ancient methods, and what we call spirituality. Now we long to go back into what we could connect with God, and we could connect with the stars, and we can get our messages clearly. It's like we, it's like we going back. To go find these things because they was never, we realized that they were never freely given to us. And that's just some of us. Because we, had, some of us are fortunate enough. That's what I call rich. Somebody who had parents that have went through this whole um, spiritual, ancestral memory struggle. Or that don't come from a broken um, spirituality clan. 
That's what I call rich because now you can start from there already connected and you can go into whatever avenue you want to or whatever avenue was given to you. You can push towards that. Now, they want to call us rebellious because we don't become um, something something productive. But you got to remember, the person that's calling you rebellious most likely is your elder, your leader, your teacher. And if they put words in you as far as directly, I'm talking about anybody tell you, okay, just go be great. Do what you got to do and be great. That's not, that's not dedicated. That's not um, intricate enough. I would say the most intricate thing was to say is to say, you're going to be this, you're going to be this firefighter, you're going you're gonna to be in this area. Somebody that goes intricate, goes all the way into your purpose and, and can see the intricate design, the stars for you. But that, that's, that might be asking too much. You know what I'm saying? Because just telling somebody to be good and go do some, do some, uh, craft, do whatever you choose, can be a, a little bit daunting. You know, it can be a little bit daunting because you don't want to force nobody to become something, but you, you, you're not really trying to persuade either. So it's really like, um, it really just comes from a strong, a strong religion and a strong spirituality that is able to point out somebody's purpose in their future. And for me, as I get older, I realize, yeah, it was prophet, it was prophecy put on my life. And just solely for me, I was pointed out, called out. But what I realized, yeah, it was a great thing, but it wasn't intricate enough. You know, so even now that I'm doing good and I'm doing positive, I'm not necessarily destroying, destroying myself um, or just destroying my future. I'm still, I'm still on a conquest, which is good, but I would rather that be, you know, I would rather Somebody called me rebellious after telling me intricately what what my future holds or what my highest purpose holds. You know that that's the that's the blessing of continuously um, adventuring, well, adventuring correctly within you know these these different planes and this ladder that we that we climbing up, um, you know, and that's just the knowledge that I hold, but it's only because I'm reaching back into ancestral memory, ancestral, ancestral methods that I can understand that completely. Um, 
what we have to deal with now. So when we deal with now, you you look at the steadfastness of your purpose. So, like I said, that's the beginning of finding out whatever your purpose is. Your purpose could be to build and develop. Your purpose could be to destroy and renew. Your purpose could be to help destroy something that's causing that's causing turmoil within within the world. Your purpose could be to um, speak. Your purpose could be to, um, you know, your purpose could be to cause havoc. You know, this is just the this is just the way it go. But once you find that, then you have to stay steadfast and powerful within what you um, within whatever your purpose is, and. Uh, First one was control of thoughts, control of actions. The second one was control of actions. The third one is the steadfastness of purpose. Um, but when you when you steadfast in your purpose, you gotta be in control of your actions, because your purpose might be to uh, to explain religion. Okay, if your purpose is to explain explain religion, then why are you trying to explain? something out of out of your purpose that's when that's when things get complicated and that's when you need to be in control of your actions so with that being said i'm out on this one another disclaimer i'm still in here learning and growing it's an everyday thing i'm not even considered old in my craft but I share this in hopes that people close to me uh, will be able to shake off whatever negative energies that's seen or unseen. And I'm out. What's up, people? Air Talks in here. Talking about a whole bunch of nothing but everything under the sun. And this is number four. It's going to be a long episode, so I hope y'all enjoy it. Um, and I'm freestyling, so I might be saying some things that's wrong, but I would rather uh, go through trial and error with this because this is a growing process, and I'd rather share. And I know not to sound too confident, but I know it's some people that um need to run through this because. Just starting off is really one of the toughest things. It's not knowing it completely is the tough thing because once you once you know it completely, I would say you you you're no longer human. You know, you're no longer you're no longer living. I will put it that way. But I say just to start it off is really the tough part is really seeing clearly because it take it take the knowledge really falling into your lap. It take really this understanding to fall on you, especially if you are lost within the battle of 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 you know yourself and balance and the world, political things. You know, you might have been in jail. You might have um, did some things that's uh, did some things that your religion. Um, prohibits so you know just starting off is really a tough part but um 
The next one is identifying with spiritual life. Now I'm going to relinquish my um, knowledge of, I'm going to let go of my knowledge of what spiritual is. You know, like I said, we find out spiritual is this is this designed by us as modern scientists and us as modern modern people. So when you say spiritual spiritual spirituality, it's really can it really can be quite confusing. But we're really just talking about higher life and higher understanding. What's so cool about it is. It's no problem. It shouldn't be a problem with you identifying with it. You know, don't be afraid to identify with angelics. Don't be be afraid to identify with the highest in um, your cultural your cultural studies. Don't be afraid to identify with um, you know past kings and past. Don't be afraid of that. You know what I'm saying? I don't think no other culture is afraid to identify with the people of power that came up before them. That's what the statues is for. You know, not to be, not to worship, but to identify with and understand, um, understand clearly. Like me, I have no problem identifying with the angels. Um, I have no problem identifying with the spiritual beliefs. You know, regardless of, you know, where they come from, because it's not too much distinction Distinction when you step up another level. Um, when it comes to, you know, oh, you can't be this. This ain't right. You know, your actions ain't right. Just, actions is not a necessity when it comes to spiritual life and higher higher-minded things, you know, what you do there is you belong, you, uh, this is where you, uh, this is where you actually live, you know, you live on these higher realms, you know, some, when you're living in this physical realm, sometimes you're not even living, you know, sometimes you know, you distracted, you ain't living. But when you start to go into the hospice of life, um, it's a lot different. You know what I'm saying? And it's not a problem for any, it shouldn't be a problem for anybody to identify with it. It's the insecurities and it is the people that are victorious over our minds is that it's keeping us from identifying with the high, with the higher spiritual mind and life what's up people air talks in here and i appreciate y'all for listening this far i hope y'all getting something out of it but the next one is having evidence of having a mission and that's not that hard to do but i'm not gonna sit here and be fake with y'all it is one of the toughest things to do when you uh, take the wrong turn or you decide that things aren't, things in life aren't important, having a mission is very important and intricate because it'll give 
somebody the ability to help you. It'll get a person the ability to join forces with you in whatever you're doing. Um, that's the that's the benefit of having a clear cut mission. Um, you know, a lot of us deal with trying to find a purpose. And then a lot of us deal with trying to find a mission. Now, I would say a mission would be to support your family. A mission would be to um, get everything that you want out of life. A mission would be to go get some materials. Um, I would say my mission is, you know, to help others. And that's what we, a lot of us say our missions are, but I am. I mean to help others and far as far as protection from um from wicked from wicked type things that's 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 really causing death and causing a lot of diseases. Uh being protected is is very, very important. Being on a mission to heal and do stuff like that. Um Say that's my mission. So constantly, I'm buying these these tools that help protect from um, protect from you know attack of attack of black black magic or somebody that's mind reading for a negative purpose. You know, people that's trying to curse you with words, trying to use you know trying to use. You know, your weakest aspect of you against you, trying to destroy you in your sleep. Believe it or not, there's some people that cannot sleep until they cease, until they have conquered somebody. You know, um, there's people that go around only trying to conquer somebody. And that's really, you know, that's really um, problematic. So you want to be somebody who uh stands up to that person not just with not just with um not just fighting or violence but you wanna be in you wanna be in spiritual domain over somebody that's doing you like that, you know. You wanna be able to take that principality to war and you wanna be able to tell that tell whatever it is to go. You know, is you have no power over me, you want to be able to have that strength and be able to do something like this. So um, that's very, that's a very important purpose, and it shows a mission, and it's evidence of a mission for me. So um, this is what it is. You know, some people think a mission is, you know, being the richest you can possibly be, and if they can understand if they understand that well concept well then guess what they become the richest they can possibly be um so that's a close case on that one i appreciate y'all for listening live your mission in life um start buying those things start pushing towards it take whatever little money you you have or whatever little money you have to say you have saved and push towards that mission if your mission is to help your family, start helping them out little by little. If you can't help them out by with money, you help them out with knowledge. You help bring them into um, 
a idea, a scheme that's gonna make them richer, that'll make them, you know, more bountiful, that make them prosper, prosperous. That is number five. What up, people? I'm gonna close this episode out, but I wanna let y'all know that I did do a little cheat code. This is those are five or ten of the commandments of the Magi. And the Magi is a spiritual warrior, a spiritual scientist. And they were ancient people that knew well about nature and about the skies above and the earth below. They knew a lot about the divine naturally without having to try and claim spirituality. Yeah, they had different levels. They went to school for these things, but it wasn't really school. It was temples. People prayed, meditated, and could communicate clearly with the gods and communicate clearly with um, themselves and their highest, their highest self. So it wasn't too much distinction between the religious and the separation between um, man and what man should be in God. It wasn't really a separation. Um, these are the same people that Joseph learned from. These are the same people that Moses learned from. These are the same people that what Jesus inhabited and learned from. So um, this is this is some of the these are some of the ancestries before that time. And this was some of the five characteristics and things out of ten that were a necessity for you to have. Um, I can only imagine if you didn't have these things or any of these things, you would be ousted. You know, we show a lot of forgiveness now. Um, we have to show forgiveness now because being a Magi mean, meant that you could do amazing things like walk on coil, you know, walk on shattered glass and not feel any pain. Pain wasn't even an aspect of life. Um, you know, these are the same people who would take out animals, you know, with bare hands, destroy people with bare hands without guns. So you just only can imagine the strength of the mind, the strength the mind had to be. We make it, we, we so gun hold on making everything so simple. Now, everything is simple. Now all we got to do is turn on the lights, and we have light. You know, those people had to wait to a certain time a day, or people had to create fires, and you know. So, yeah, those are just five little quick run-throughs. And I just, what I do, basically, is go through these ten, rewrite them, rescript them, and meditate on them just get stronger a different aspect pops up every day no such thing as a stale energy it's no such thing as oh damn i'm not working on this you know, working on something else it's it's not like that it's it's every day the energy is constantly being practiced that's the difference between somebody who just reads and becomes strong and the person that stops experiencing 
experiences it and then reads more. Um, it's experience, it's practice. Um, so I'm going to run through them for you, for your benefit. One is the control of thoughts. Two is the control of actions. Three is the steadfastness of purpose. Four is identifying with spiritual life or higher ideas. Five is evidence of having a mission in life. Six is evidence of wanting to be a magi. Seven is freedom from resentment when under the experience of persecution. Eight is confidence in the power of the magi, warriors, masters, Kemet, and Kash, priests, scientists. Nine is the confidence in one ability to learn. And 10 is the readiness or preparedness for initiation. I appreciate Mufudoshi Hotimas Ka'in Heru Hassan Salam. He is the writer of uh, Magi. He did a lot of studies on the Magi. You know, so this is a good, this is a very good source. Um, where this is coming from. And I hope it helps y'all, man. I really hope it helps. Uh, I only can do so much talking before my brain starts to hurt. And then I don't even see the worth in it. Um, so, uh, that is all. Peace.